Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, evil organizations bent on world domination, cybernetic heroes with a jump kick finisher, a amazing omnibus collection, the latest manga news, and Henshin Rider! Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 452, Common Rider, the Classic Collection. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land. Hope things have been going swell for you. Things have been kind of crazy on my end. We're prepping because apparently there's going to be a huge storm up here in the great state of Massachusetts. However, while I wait for this to occur and attack us, we're going to be just reading manga and talking about that, so no worries there. I hope all of you are doing well, and hello to all of our Patreon subscribers. You of the society, you're awesome and great, and hope things are going well. But if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin or some podcasts and vague reviews about connectly enhanced narratives is a podcast where we talk about nerdy topics, depending on what you're listening to. And since it's a manga review, obviously you're talking about manga. We tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the design, the production quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N and in any search engine, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other in some form of either video or audio file. If you have any questions or comments or concerns or would like to recommend anything to me personally, you can email me at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com. You can tweet me at spirekin. You can comment on any of our stuff on Instagram. And if you enjoy what we do, you could help support our Patreon to help create more fun content for you to enjoy. And now that all that chilling's out of the way, let's actually get to this because this is one which is kind of cool that we're going to be talking about in this episode. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it takes time to be there viewing a unique series that was written by Shotaro Ishinomori. Now this is the creator of Himitsu Sentai Go Ranger, which we reviewed back in episode 426. Cyborg 009, which we reviewed back in episode 167. Skullman, which we reviewed back in episode 105. And several other series, which were very formulative and unique and are considered some of the best in the superhero genre. Because, yes, this is a tokusatsu TV series manga adaptation. So originally this was a tokusatsu series, then it was adapted into a manga, which condensed the series into something a little bit easier to digest changing some elements while adding some more last time we talked about something like this was in himitsu sentai go ranger ironically the same people who brought that special omnibus collection brought this back yes the people who made the lupon the third greatest heists book has created another really cool omnibus and that is this one now the cool thing is that this one is way larger than the lupon the third set and it's thicker. This one is like a leaded brick. This is going to knock you out. And there's over 800 pages in this. So that's really awesome. As opposed to the Lupin, which was 200. So this has a lot of stuff in it, including the Disneyland version of the character in question. Now, anyway, like I said, this is based on Tokusatsu series, released over here by Seven Seas Entertainment. It is a shonen series, which means it's for boys. 
and men. The original run for this was 1971, which the original TV series came out in 1971 to 73, which was released on Manichi Broadcasting Systems and became one of the greatest tokusatsu franchises of all time. And this single volume comprises of one of the greatest tokusatsu heroes of all time. Who are we talking about? The inspiration for the Power Rangers and most fighting series. Yes, we're talking about Kamen Rider! Yes, Kamen Rider. One of the most... Well, let's be honest. He is a formulative character that so many other tokusatsu series were inspired by by this guy. And this is a character that has transcended time since the 70s and has so many adaptations and spin-offs and adaptations. It's this is a commemoration for the 50th anniversary of the original 1971 publication and it's the first hardcover ever of Common Rider in English. And it has the original manga series, there's tons of bonus material and the full color inserts of Common Rider itself. And First off, before we geek out about all the little things in here that are Common Rider, let's actually get to what Common Rider is about. Common Rider is the story of Hongo Takeshi, a young man who is kidnapped and experimented on by the evil terrorist organization known as Shocker. And with the help of a former professor of his, he's able to escape their clutches and discovers that he has been augmented, enhanced, by the shocker process they were going to turn him into a cyborg warrior that worked on them however the process wasn't finished so with his new cyborg body he's able to combat shocker with a secret identity that looks like a grasshopper and with his powers he will fight against shocker and he has his sanity and moral conscience intact and he fights tons of minions and villains who are tokusatsu monsters like they look totally ridiculous there's one guy called spider-man who does not look like the marvel spider-man he looks like a horrible monster with multiple arms and he kills tons of people we have spider-man we have the batman we have the viper who is a guy with one arm that's a viper and the other arm that has a whip and then there's his girlfriend who's essentially medusa it's tokusatsu gloriousness. It's got the same premise of, okay, something happens, the monster shows up, and then Kamen Rider has to fight and save the day. And now, that is what this story is about. And we have several characters. First off, like I said, we have Takeshi Hongo, Kamen Rider 1, who is the first main protagonist. He was a biochemistry lab student at Jonan University who loved to ride motorcycles. And he's part of the Tachibana Racing Club. And actually, that's how they capture him the first time. And then when he escapes, he's using an experimental bike that his team made for him that actually transforms into him. So originally, in order to become Kamen Rider, he has to use the speed of the bike. So he's riding the bike, hits a switch, the bike changes, then he ends up in his costume, which looks like a, a grasshopper with a red scarf. Very cool. You have his confidant, uh, Tobei Tachibana, who is this old guy who helps the racing club. And he runs a small cafe named Snack Amigo, where his friends hang out with. And he's constantly helping Hongo encountering Shocker's plans. Uh, you also have a couple of other characters that show up in the manga, including Hiroshi Midorikawa, who is the 
teacher that helped Takeshi escape from Shocker. And unfortunately, Spider-Man killed him, the evil agent of Shocker. And his daughter, Ruriko, witnessed this and believes that Takeshi is the one that killed her father. Even though the truth is that Kamen Rider didn't kill her father. It was Shocker. And now she ends up trying to help Kamen Rider and Takeshi, not realizing that they are the same person. Kind of crazy. And one other character that does show up mainly in this is... Uh, Hayato Ishimonji, who is Kamen Rider 2. Now, if you've ever watched a TV series, you know that around episode 14 of the series, the actor who played uh, Takeshi Hongo got in a major bike accident and broke both of his legs. So in order to cover this up, they got another person to kind of take over as the main character of the original Kamen Rider series. He was originally a member of the Shocker Shock Troops, who were these 12 characters that were going to fight Kamen Rider. looked like Kamen Rider, but eventually Takeshi was able to convert Hayato into his replacement. This one, it's a little bit different. It turns out that Takeshi gets hurt, and then Hayato takes over as Kamen Rider too. Eventually, they both get their, their powers back, and it's Kamen Rider. Yeah. So this is ridiculous, it's silly, it's completely insane, but it's Kamen Rider. It's tokusatsu fun at its best. I talked about this in Himitsu Sentai Goranger, where it's kind of the logic makes no sense, and it's just kind of like, here's the story of what happened, and then this happened, and then this, and then they kicked some ass. And yeah, that's where this goes. I mean, there is a lobster man at the near the end of the series who does tons of stuff. Uh, this does not shy away from death. It doesn't shy away from violence. Common Rider does the best he can to save the day, even though it doesn't always work out in his favor. Uh, friends become enemies. And it is a truly... Well, for 800 pages, this is a full series that is compelling, it's dramatic, and it's totally bonkers. But you gotta love it. Now, the special edition stuff they have in there is the illustration collection, which has the four covers of the series on one page. You have the Disneyland edition, which is the, well, how do I explain the Disneyland edition? I explained it last time. But it's the kids' version of Kamen Rider. They take out a lot of the violence. They take out a lot of the death in it. And it's just, this is what you give to five-year-olds. This is how Kamen Rider works. Kamen Rider is Kamen Rider, and he fights Shocker, and the Spider-Man is a bad guy. But Kamen Rider saves the day because he's Kamen Rider. And that's what this series is. I mean, it's just, it's Kamen Rider. Now, if you've never seen Kamen Rider, watch Kamen Rider. It's... It's addictive and strange and fun, and it is a huge franchise. There's tons of adaptations of this series. Uh, the West got it as Mast Rider. Never watch it. It's a really bad edition of the series. It just is not as cool as the original Kamen Rider. And, oh, I forgot to say, Kamen Rider is a tokusatsu hero, so he wears a mask, fights bad guys. He does not have a giant robot. He has his motorcycle, and like I said, in order to transform from Takeshi or Hayato into Kamen Rider. He has to ride his bike. In the TV series, eventually he gets the Henshin Rider, where he just does the pose and changes into Kamen Rider. That doesn't happen yet. He does have a finishing move. It's not like Ultraman, where he has a beam. It's not like uh, 
Mazinger, who has a rocket punch. No. What does Kamen Rider have? He has the Rida kick. Using the speed he gets from the wind, which gives him his power, he's able to generate a super kick that defeats anybody. I know I'm geeking out about this, but this is ridiculous and insane, and it's really cool. It's a really good addition, and it's fun. I mean, yeah, it's a little expensive. It's $32 US, $40 Canadian, and while it is more pricey than your average Tonkaban, it is a love letter to that Tokusatsu era and a celebration of Kamen Rider all things. And... The actual panels have been cleaned up. It still has that 1970s style to it, which only adds to the charm of this amazing collection. It also has the standard Ishinomori art style, which is iconic. While there is no Jet character, the rest of the characters are like Kamen Rider's design work of, you know, Cyborg 009, Skullman. You could see all these characters that show up. The monster designs are unique and very different. Like I said, Spider-Man does not look like Spider-Man from, you know, the Tokusatsu series or from Marvel. He looks very different. He's just black with four arms and kind of monstrous with a spider face. And then you have the lobster guy who looks like a lobster. Then you have Viper who has one arm that's a asp. I mean, who thinks of that where it's like, you're going to have one regular arm and the other arm's going to be an asp. Or the gargoyle who has two wings and looks like the batman it's very individual and i gotta say i love the art style in this and since it has been cleaned up it has this reverent look to it that they took the time to restore these images to give you a unique and most importantly reverent look at common rider so you can probably guess what i'm going to give this i am going to give this our highest rating which is really 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 fucking cool if you don't buy this now your brain will freeze your eyes will up in your soul before for the great Zomo Gustar. it is a one-of-a-kind purchase that i don't think you'll ever see again and should be picked up it's a great collector set it is a wonderful hardcover omnibus which looks great and the color pages pop out and it fits well yeah it looks very 70s doesn't matter it's totally worth getting a hold of and it can be shown to non-manga fans as a way of showing how beautiful the artwork of manga is this is one where you're like hey look at this this is some old school manga that's really cool and they will appreciate it just as much you get this you put it next to your lupon the third collection next to your go ranger collection and you'll be set i wonder what collection is going to come out next because you also have the harlock set uh, S. Emeraldus. I'm just curious who they're going to get next. Personally, I would love to see some more Gona Guy stuff, but we can all hope. So, what did you think about the Common Writer Classic Collection? Did you enjoy it? Did you read it? Have you checked it out? Let me know at zanatspirekin.com. Let me know if you're going to buy it or if you are intrigued on checking out the original Common Writer series, which you can check out on some Tokusatsu channels. And you could buy the DVDs if you know where to look. But I digress. So, with that in mind, let's actually get to the manga releases of the week, and we've got a ton of them. Well, actually, not that many. We only have 25. And this is the manga that came out yesterday on January 25th, 2022. And starting from the top, we have A Man and His Cat, Volume 5. I think there's only one more volume after this, but this series is so sad and so wonderful. It's bittersweet. You have A White Rose in Bloom, Volume 2. Accomplishments of the Duke's Daughter, the manga volume 8. 
Chasing After Aoi Koshiba, Volume 3, City, Volume 13, Dance of the Vampire Bund, Age of Scarlet Order, Volume 5, Desire Pandora, Volume 3, Gal Gohan, Volume 10, Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, the Light Novel, Volume 17, I Got Caught Up in a Hero Summons, But the Other World Was at Peace, the Manga, Volume 3, If It's for My Daughter, I'd Even Defeat a Demon Lord, the Manga, Volume 7, I'm in Love with a Villainous, Manga, Volume 2, Kiss Me at the Stroke of Midnight, the Manga, Volume 12, Magicka Swordsman and Summoner, Volume 15, Muscles Are Better Than Magic, the Manga, Volume 4, She Professed Herself, Pupil of the Wise Man, Light Novel, Volume 4, Sorry for My Familiar, Volume 9, Starcrossed, Volume 4, Syrup, A Yuri Anthology, Volume 4, Tamochan's A Fox, Volume 4, The Hero Life of a Self-Proclaimed Mediocre Demon, Volume 2, Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Volume 1 has finally come out. We've been waiting so long for that. Those Not-So-Sweet Boys, Volume 5. To Your Eternity, Volume 16. And then last and not least, Wave Listen to Me, Volume 8. Now, for me personally, I'm excited for To Your Eternity, Wave Listen to Me, Those Not-So-Sweet Boys, Hero Life of Self-Proclaimed Hero, She Professed Herself Pupil of the Wise Man, Magicka Swordsman Summoner, Grimgar and... Fantasy of Ash, and Chasing After Aoi Koshiba, and A Man and His Cat. Those are what I'm excited for. Let me know what you're excited for at Zan. That's xan at Spyrokin.com. You can tweet me at Spyrokin. Also, thank you for listening for so long. I appreciate every single one of you. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can until I am an old fart who has to read manga either using reading glasses or a huge magnifier. And I'm going to keep going because I love giving you guys reviews. If you love what we do, remember to support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spyrokin or podbean.com forward slash Patreon slash Spyrokin, where you can join one of our four tiers to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. Each tier has a different reward system from our Konichiwa tier, which has the bare minimum, just some access to some very unreleased episodes, to our What's Up tier, which has tons of free stuff and it will allow you to request a manga for me to review as long as i haven't reviewed it before i will review it and you can even be on the podcast to find out more patreon.com forward slash parkin there's also tons of videos tons of rants and some other really cool things on there so definitely check it out there's one compilation of just me saying fuck over and over again because i make mistakes it's just all the errors of me just like fuck 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 for 20 minutes so check that out so with that in mind, let's get to the part you have all been waiting for. And what are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So when I spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga... Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's in that spot is the one I review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 453. That is 47 episodes away from episode 500, and we've got some great titles on here. Now, one of them, I had to get the Japanese version because I was so intrigued by the story, and unfortunately there is no legitimate release, but we'll see if that one comes up, but the rest of them are all available. That one I ended up just buying the actual Tonka Bonds because it is such a cool story. But anyway, let's finish the review in the next episode, shall we?
Number five. Oh. So in the next episode, I'm reviewing a manga about a guy who everyone is trying to kill because apparently his bones will give you the wish you want. That's according to the Jack copy. We're talking about Die Dark. It's made by the guy who made Dodecahedro. So it's got that really dark, twisted style to it. Could be good, could be bad. Haven't read it yet. We're going to see how violent and grim dark it is. But let me know what you think. As usual, I am your Hosan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time. And keep reading manga. See you later. Rider, 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 Rider.